Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the final episode of Political Straight Talk. Ten years ago today, we started this program, and it comes to an end today. The time, 9.05 on the East Coast, 6.05 on the left coast. And we are coming to you live at the foothills of the Cherokee National Forest. My guests today are Ashley, Allen, Barbara, and Patricia. And they will be our roundtable to finish out the final episode of Straight Talk. This program is sponsored by the Wall Street Journal, the right news at the right time. In the upper right-hand corner in the discount box, put in Political Straight Talk. You get a discount, I make money, we're both happy. It's also brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where they didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one large size with a cherry Coke today. All right, we were going to have a guest on here this evening, but uh, that guest uh, appears not to be here. And so we will proceed with our normal roundtable, should that guest appear. Um, we'll give her whatever time remains, should she come in. So it's an interesting story, to say the least, and I did create a long, tough list of questions that I would like to know the answer to. So, so um we have here the uh, we have a lot of things going on in politics. We've got women coming forward by the bus loads that Trump abused them. We've got Hillary Clinton coming forward and that she's the moving America forward crowd and that she's a saint and that any time now they're going to canonize her and she's going to be Saint Hillary. Uh, those of you in the Catholic Church have to be excited about that. Uh, we've got people firebombing Republican headquarters. We've got people that are shooting cops. We've got people, mostly Democrats, that are shooting people. Uh, there's been a shooting in Los, uh, Louisiana today where three confirmed dead, two injured. Um, we just have a lot of problems and not necessarily a lot of solutions from either of the candidates and we're in trouble. So let's dive right into our first topic of the evening. And, of course, that's going to be Donald Trump and his women. Do you all see this directly affecting the election? And if so, how and in what way? And let's just open the discussion. Whoever wants to go first, go first. I don't see it really affecting the election. I think enough people are smart enough to realize that the Democrats are desperate, that they're reaching at straws right now, and they have their women from their their campaign uh, 
making false accusations. So, in the long run, I don't see where it's really going to affect the election. Well, I agree. I, I don't think it's going to affect it one way or the other. Uh, we've got a recent one coming out today, Miss USA. Uh, it says that Donald Trump kissed her on the lips twice. Whoa, big deal. You know, uh, you know, and then you got crazy Joe Biden who comes out and says that Trump, uh, what he did was sexual assault. Well, let's look back to the mid-1990s and what Bill Clinton did. I think they call that rape. You know, so if you're going to tit for tat here, you know, <laughs> you know, it's not going to affect one way or the other. And yes, the Democrats are getting real desperate. They're, you know, just bringing these women out one by one, parading them on CNN and any media uh, cable station that will listen. You know, and it's just pitiful. The only way I could see it um, affecting the election is if this happened a year ago. If there was women that came forward a year ago, I could see the election taking a turn to the Democrat side. But with them just coming out within the last two or three months, I don't see it happening. I happen to agree. You got to think about this. For a woman to have been supposedly assaulted 30-some-odd years ago and to just so happen to come out about a month before the election, that that hits a red flag for me. I, I believe that I believe that this is a concerted effort on the on the part of Hillary's machine, which they technically owe her one, and they are doing everything that they can to get her in office. That I don't really see it swaying the election in any in people's minds. I think at this point, everybody's minds are pretty much made up, so I don't really see it swaying anybody. Okay, so and and I don't I don't see it swaying a lot of people either. To be quite frank, I do think that the media has been pushing a particular candidate, but does that surprise anybody that that particular push is taking place? And the truth is, it doesn't surprise me, but I don't think I've ever seen it this bad as far as just really pushing and pushing and pushing one particular agenda. We've all known that there's been a tilt, but I've never seen it as bad as we see it today. Now, I think today on all the talking head shows, this morning, the Hillary campaign was all about the Trump campaign is desperate, the Trump campaign is this, Trump campaign is that. The Trump campaign, and I think this is going to carry more weight, came out today and was talking about how the system is rigged. And I think that 
if they stick to that message, there's a lot more people out there that tend to believe that mm-hmm. than don't. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think they stick to that. They win some votes that way. I also think that that you know the final debate is Wednesday. Okay, and I know everybody is incredibly excited about that. No, y'all just can't wait to watch that debate Wednesday <laughs> night. Uh, I can tell you this, it's going to be interesting. I think I think the better thing would be Trump just not to go. Right. He's called for a drug test for both <laughs> for both candidates yeah, prior to the debate, which I find that quite interesting because I don't think Hillary would pass it. Yeah. The last two debates, she's been incredibly stoned which probably will earn her the vote of the stoned crowd. A fellow stoner in the White House. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I can tell you this. I'll be glad when November the 9th gets here. Because that'll be, yeah. We have a break for about six months before the midterms start. And I do think this. I think both parties have work to do to repair their images. I think the Republicans will have more work to do because of the standards of the Republican Party. The Democrats not so much because, well, their standards are in the toilet already. So all they need to do is get up around the rim of the toilet and they're in good shape. Okay, so for those of you that have been on Political Straight Talk before, let's talk about some of your best episodes. And I know some of you are fairly limited in your discussion, but name one thing that you've experienced when doing one of these programs that uh, you found to be interesting. And I'll start with, and Ashley, you are you are excused from this if you so want to be, because I know that you've not participated in but a few. Uh, well, we'll start with Alan. Alan has been on quite quite a few of these. I have experienced seeing people completely flip-flop their point of view on a candidate, on a position, on on something that they were very staunchly committed on, and I have seen I have seen what this is really intended to do, and it's to use the power of discussion to convince one person one way or the other. I have seen people that were very securely positioned on a particular stance completely flip-flop their point of view after being convinced by a a particular guest. Thank you. Barbara? Well, since I've only been on a few of them, I I tend to agree that I've heard, you know, people uh, vehemently, you know, uh, trash Trump and then in the next five minutes, sound as though, well, he's our only hope. You know, so, um, you know, people will flip-flop. You know, it's just uh, you're either for him or against him. So, I don't know. Those are the kind of discussions that I tend to like because, you know, it gives you something to argue about. <laughs> oh, there's been many a, many a, 
heated discussion here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Tammy just put in the chat, I've never been groped by Donald Trump, but I have been screwed by Barack Obama. And that's pretty funny. Uh, I think that, uh, oh, well, I'm sorry, I, I forgot one. Uh, Patricia. Okay. Patricia. I'm not discussing this. Okay. We'll move on. So we've got, in the time I've been doing this, we've done it monologue style. We've done interviews. Probably one of my favorite interviews was Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Um, He gave us an entire hour, answered our questions, and some of them, you know, we we threw some hard ones at him. Um, he didn't have them ahead of time, unlike some people in politics. And a good man. I really have a lot of respect for Sheriff Joe. One of the worst people I ever had on here <laughs> was the uh, Democratic operative for, at the time, the John Kerry campaign. And I talked him into coming on here, basically, so I could go after him. And they were just ill-prepared. I think they thought it was going to be a softball interview, and it wasn't. <laughs> Bastards. Um, but our favorite, my favorite programs on Political Straight Talk have been the election night roundtables when we would bring in Warner Todd Houston and Hatton Humphreys and David Oatney and uh, Tammy and several others, Chase, and basically just go at it. And it it was, we've had some heated discussions on here. There was one program that I think the longest program we ever did went six hours. Oh, my God. We did a six-hour program, a political roundtable, that we ended up having to break into five or six different settings. Thank you. Five or six different settings um, in order to accomplish it. So... It's been uh, it's been a good thing. So let me throw this topic out there to everybody. If you've got, let's come back to this election cycle. You've got a lot of people that are out there worried because you've got, on one hand, you have someone that's willing to pretty much give away the country. Okay. On the other hand, you've got one that probably would make a lot of cuts to programs that some of us, no people that are on. And the two extremes. Do you guys see this as, okay, Hillary can be reined in by a Republican Congress or Donald Trump would be reined in by a Democratic Senate? Or do you see logjam coming up? What do you guys see, and, and I guess we'll throw this out there first, what do you guys see in a Hillary presidency, and try to be, try to be as objective as possible. Okay. Ashley, you're the youngin' on here. Go first. Well, honestly, I this okay. Let's just be honest. This is gonna be my second time to vote, um, or that I've had the chance to vote. I guess. Um, so my view on it is, 
ever since Alan and I got together, you know, we've talked about politics and, you know, he's kind of got me involved in it. Um, it's really opened my eyes to do research for yourself, which, you know, before I was just going by whoever I thought would be cool to be in the White House, you know, whatever. Um, but now it really makes me stop to think, you know, what it would be like if either one of them was in the White House. And I seriously think that if Hillary made it, uh, that just makes me want to cry. I mean, it's not just for my generation. You know, it's for the generations after me and what their future is going to be like. Um, You know, she's bringing all these people over, doing stuff that I wouldn't even think of to do. Um, You know, she's getting away with way too much. You know, with the Clinton Foundation and stuff, there's just too much going on. And I really feel like people need to educate themselves before they just go out and vote and think, oh, well, I'm just going to vote because Obama was the first black president. Or I'm going to vote just because I want a first woman in the White House. I think all that needs to be pushed aside and actually look at the facts. You know, what Hillary's been doing in the past and what she could be doing in the future. You know, just do your research for yourself and you'll see what it's going to be like. You thought Obama was bad, but I'm sorry to say it, Hillary's going to be a whole lot worse. Okay. That kind of, sort of answered the question. When you cast your first ballot, do you care to tell who you voted for? I can honestly say it was not for Obama. Well, (laughs) okay. All right, we'll move on to Alan. What do you see under a Clinton presidency? What I see in the first six months of the Clinton presidency is I see absolutely nothing happening that she said is that she's going to do. What I see happening with the Clinton presidency is I see all the, the, the things that she's talking about that she's going to get in and she's going to do and the things she's going to change, I don't see it happening. Because Hillary is all about talk and no substance. So all these people that are clamoring to put her in office, that she's going to be such a great president, they're going to realize that the woman that they're putting in the White House doesn't care about anybody. She doesn't care about fixing inner city problems. She doesn't care about solving poverty. She doesn't care about improving the conditions for for migrants and she doesn't care about the she really doesn't care about the people in Syria. There's an agenda to what she's trying to do and she is going to do everything she can to get her agenda pushed. To be honest with you, I think the one of the first things you'll see is Bill Clinton is going to get nominated to be an ambassador. I think once she gets in you're going to see the move to be made to get Bill Clinton into the diplomatic side of things. And eventually they're going to try to work it to where Hillary is the president and Bill Clinton is the Secretary General of the UN. 
think about that level of power. If we had Hillary as the president of the United States and her husband as the secretary general of the United Nations, that'd be an incredible amount of power. So I think that's that's what we're going to see out of a Clinton presidency. Nothing to help the American people, but the exploitation of the availability of power. And I think that is the only thing you're going to see. Even though the U.S. isn't set to head the U.N. for quite some time? I understand that. Yes, I understand that. But I believe a power play would be made. That's the deal. They... The Clintons are very fond about uh, getting rid of rules that they don't feel apply to them, as we have seen with Bill's presidency, as we've seen with Hillary's time as Secretary of State. uh, They may just sidestep that, to be honest with you, and find a way to do so. So you don't think she would try to put him on the Supreme Court? Or give him an ambassadorship that would ship him off to the other side of the world? I don't see it happening. I think she's going to make him the ambassador to the United Nations. And I think that she's going to try a power play in that regard. I think they're going to do the best they can to get as much power as they can humanly possibly get before they croak off this earth. They're not too far out. And I think Hillary's... She's, she understands that it's now or never. So I think they're going to try to do as much as they as much wrangling as they can to get as much power as they can. Okay. Barbara. Excuse me. You can't get more power than to be on the Supreme Court. Think of all the laws that Bill Clinton would pass. She's going to be a total hell on wheels. She will try and repeal the Second Amendment. There was a video out about how Australia he confiscated all their guns. And how Hillary liked that idea. And the Prime Minister of Australia said that's not the way to go. And um, she'll just, she's so wrong for this country. It'll just be, she will have gun control. She'll confiscate the gun. She will not do anything about Obamacare. We'll have worse relations with our allies. Um, they hate now, her you, already. Huh? Do you honestly think she'll confiscate guns? She'll try. She'll try. Oh, well, there's no doubt she'll try. But, okay. you know, but, you know, Obama... And I know that you'll know this, but didn't he already put the um, gun control in the hands of the UN or NATO? 
know. All right. I know you would know. There's um, some people that would like for you to believe that, but no. Okay. All right. Okay, so, Patricia. Patricia. Let me text her. Undo the mute button. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was just going to check. Hillary, we're <laughs> and become president. I feel, I fear that this what? country would be done for. Wait a minute. I think guest six has got. Yeah, they're they got issues. Anyway, so what is um, Patricia? What do you see under a Clinton presidency? I see this this country going to hell. Period. It's We're literally. on the highway to hell. Literally oh, going sorry. to hell. I got you. And that's that's it. You have no specifics. Just we're going to hell. Hillary only wants what Hillary wants. She is power hungry. She's money hungry. She's going to do everything she can to get all the power that she can. And I just feel that the more power she gets, the worse it's going to be for the people in this country. And I agree. The ones that are voting for her have no clue, no right. clue what they're in for. They'll have some serious buyer's remorse. And for the record, guest six, I want you to explain that comment because that comment on the face of it makes it sound like you don't know anything about politics. So you might want to explain the comment. The comment in the chat is there's three offices for president. The President of the United States, the President of the United States of America, and the President of America. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Where have you, you read the Have you read the Constitution lately? <laughs> yeah, I think there is that little document out there. Yeah. Um, under a Trump presidency, here's the here's the question. I'm gonna and and I'm gonna address this one to only one. Um. Under a Trump presidency, Alan, what do you see? What I primarily see out of a Trump presidency is I see he is going to focus mainly on foreign policy and economic policy. Everything else is going to be left to Pence and his team that he's going to build. Uh, Trump is a team builder. That's what he does by trade. He He builds a team and he sets a team off on their mission. And it's usually some of the brightest minds in that particular field. I think Trump mainly wants to get into office so that he can handle the business deals that we're doing as far as uh, international commerce is concerned. I believe that he sees his skill set is best in dealing with, with foreign commerce. So I think he's going to primarily run that, and he's going to primarily deal with domestic economics. But other than that, as far as defense is concerned, as far as education is concerned, as far as anything else is concerned, he's going to put people in place he knows know about that issue. 
and that they can take that issue and they are conservative, that they are going to fix what the liberals have attempted to destroy. <laughs> and you're going to see this team. Sorry, Alan. You're fine. You're going to, get, um, you're going to see his team get, get situated a lot of problems. I guess this there's a Clinton campaign staffer in our chat room, evidently. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Clinton either, Stafford. Either that or this is just a foreigner that has no idea what they're talking about. It says, when go to vote, ask for blank ballot so you can write in Donald J. Trump for president of America. Take pick oh. with phone so he can be president of America. Then he oh, will okay. be. Oh, Seriously. Okay. That's the Democrats that are that dumb that would do that. Republicans in 2000, remember, Republicans didn't have any problems voting for our guy. I'm just saying. (laughs) No, we can read. Aw, guess six left. They got butt hurt. Aw, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Looks like we're going to have some trollers this evening. Looks like they're going to be in the chat, though, so that's okay. Anyway, um, we'll move on to our next topic. And by the way, this program is brought to you by the Wall Street Journal, the right news at the right time, WSJ.com. Upper right-hand corner, type in Political Straight Talk, sign up. You get the news, you get a discount, and I get money. We're all happy. Uh, It's also brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where they didn't invent the chicken, just a chicken sandwich. Anybody else know the rest that's coming? Get a sandwich and a cherry coke. A number one large with a cherry coke. That is correct. A number one large size with a cherry coke. That is, other than than occasionally having the number five, that is the only thing I have ever had at Chick-fil-A is a number one. Just can't beat it. with Those waffle fries and you put them in the barbecue sauce barbecue sauce. It's great. (laughs) I'm just saying. All right, moving on to the next topic. In this election cycle, we have seen the media giving the Democrat the questions before the debate, uh, both in the primaries and the general. We have seen the debates be two-on-one, three-on-one, what it would appear that uh, they it would appear that the debates are stacked against the Republican. Do you all see the same thing, and should these people be called out for it? Hang on, let's pause that let's pause that question. We've got a call in and let's see what this call in has to say today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh I'm the guy that typed that in about the president of the United States and the president of the United States of America and the president of America. If you'll go back in history before George Washington, there was a black man named John Hamilton and he was the president of America. But nobody ever takes the oath of office for the president of America because they always put that, so help me God, 
our country was raised upon uh, freedom of religion. It was there was never a religion test for the office of president, only for the office of the United States and the office of the United States of President. President. Okay. Uh, well, but listen let me to cur- this. Let me hit you with this, so you just get me get my drift. You know. The president of America can rule over the president of the United States and can rule over the president of America because he is the president of America. He's not the president of the United States Corporation. He can run that whole country with just one vote if someone will just write it on your ballot and put it right in ballot and put Donald J. Trump for the president of America. And he will become the president of America. Sure, he's going to have to fight the corrupt political system, but he's the guy that can fight the political system because he has more money than we do. So if you think about it, and you just go back and look at your history. There was eight presidents before George Washington, but the system doesn't want no one to know that George, they always say George Washington was the first president. He was the first president of the United States. He never did fulfill the oath of president of America. He only fulfilled the oath of president of the United States and president of the United States of America, just like they do today. Nobody ever, that office is open, but it's just vacant. And the people don't realize you can write in whoever you want, and if you take a picture of that ballot, or, and you use the words correctly, you want to just use the President of America. Nothing else. You don't want to put the United States. You don't want to have nothing to do with that corporation. We can bust these guys, and everybody can bust them. You can do that with your own political agenda and become the, like... The Texas Supreme Court judge. One vote's all it takes. It's not the state of Texas. It's the Texas Supreme Court judge or the California Supreme Court judge. Then you can go to the post office and buy you a $1 stamp, and that'll be your $100,000 bond for that office. But the people got to understand, and that nobody really wants to listen to what is correct and, and right. Because there's so many offices out there, we could do so damage to this political system, and we could overturn it. But we have to have people in power to do so. But that's just my 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 telling you what's going on, and you guys can believe it or not. But if you just try, if you just take one picture and put Donald J. Trump, President of America and you send that to him, he'll be the only one that ever got voted in president of the United States, George Washington. And that's the honest to God's truth. Okay. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Now let me uh, correct you on a couple of things. Number one, there were actually 17 people that had the presidency prior to George Washington. Yeah, there were 18, really. There were 17, and the 17 that had it were under the Articles of Confederation that did, in fact, say that it was President of America. That is true. 
if you look at the Articles of Confederation. However, the Constitution, because the founding fathers, all 59 of them, did not want a central ruler, much like they had in England, when they created the Constitution, um, wanted each state to have its own rights, and so it became the United States of America. And when the Constitution was ratified in 1801, it took the place of the Articles of Confederation, which was the United States, or it was America. And when the Constitution took its place, it gave states sovereign rights, which made that office a void office, and that office no longer exists. And since 1801, the only office that has the authority in the federal government is the office of President of the United States. So to follow your logic would be to, A, put someone in an office that has no authority and doesn't exist anymore, and that was replaced when the Constitution became ratified. How do you explain that? Okay, let me, okay, let me tell you. The corporation, the Articles of Confederation were never dismissed. Washington, did you know Washington dismissed all the judges, and there's no judges in this United States in 1787? Okay, no lawyers. They don't have license to practice law. There's, there's, everybody is just a practicing physician. The doctors, they're not doctors. They just have a certificate and look at the wall. It says practicing physician. If you go back and you understand what's really going on with America, the people can change America. We can bust them, but it's going to take one person that's got enough money to bust them. Okay, the the Articles of Confederation were never overturned by the Constitution because the Constitution of of the United States, there is another Constitution of the United States that they go by, and that's why you have a hard time getting these guys and throwing them in jail because they're not they're under a different constitution. They're not underneath that constitution that they signed in, in 1776. They didn't sign a constitution in 1776. They signed a Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Constitution didn't come around and be ratified until 1801. Yeah, 1801. Okay, excuse me for that. <laughs> you know, you can you can think about this thing, and you really can go in there and look at it. So and let me ask you a question. The ones that can vote them in, and you only need one vote. Did well, you know here's that? my question then. How do you plan to vote on the eighth? I'm gonna I'm gonna write in my ballot. Donald J. Trump for president of America, and I'm gonna take a picture of it. Now, whether or not he fulfills the office of President of America, that's up to him. But he will have the political power because there are no justices, no judge, no Supreme Court. There is in the of the United States, correct? But that's all petitions. If you go back and look at 1787, when George Washington said that there will be no more judges. That's why they're all justices. They're they're not judges. But you 
Everybody thinks they're judges, and the local judges are just administrative officers hearing. All you got to do is write to the Secretary of State. It's just like our police department. They don't have the right to practice in in the state. They don't have... The Secretary of State said, no, we're not licensed to practice law in this state. All you got to do is go to the Secretary oh, of State and find no. out who is licensed to do anything in your state. Sir, what state are you in? They will tell you. And that's why they say that our political system, our local government, doesn't, doesn't have a license to do anything in, in the state. <laughs> So it's, what state? And they really don't. What state are you in? I'm in Texas. Sir, did oh, you know that it's yeah. illegal to take a picture in a voting book? Yeah, what? if you if you take a picture of a ballot, it doesn't matter if they say it's illegal. It's my ballot. It's my no. voting booth. Whenever no, I sir. walk in there, well, I don't Barbara, care. Barbara, hang on. You know, uh, you know, you could say, well, you might end up in jail. Well, I might end up in jail. That's okay. I still have a picture of it, and I'm still going to do it. And I'm not going to worry about what the consequences are because I'm going to be smart enough to do the consequences. How can they hold you guilty? They cannot hold a man or a woman guilty of anything unless you harm someone. Are you a citizen of the United States? Let me ask you that question. Yes, I am a citizen. I am a citizen of the United States of America. I most certainly am. Yeah, well, see, I'm not a citizen of the United States. I don't belong to any public party. I'm not. I'm one of the 49 percent that's self-governing. I don't need the government to govern me. Oh, so not only are you going to throw your ballot away on election well, day, they throw my ballot away. That's fine. Let them throw it away. But I still have proof that I did my ballot. You're and he violating. Still got elected to that office that I said that he could be elected to. So, based on you, out of 390 million people in this country, That's you right. as one individual yes. uh, override 389,999,999 people. Yeah, and they voted say, for the office of president of the United States. I just voted for president. Yeah, I'm going to override everybody's ballot. I'm going to override everybody's deal. I'm going to create. Can, can you understand why? Can you understand I, why this logic has been vacant for years? Can you understand why this logic is absolutely carries very little weight? Because number one, that office was done away with when the Constitution replaced the Articles of Confederation. The office was never did away with. It's just been vacant. That's why none of the people can be president of America because they take the wrong oath. That's why they have so help me God on the oath at the end of the oath. They have so help me God. Our country was not founded upon religion. Okay? We weren't founded. That's why they came to America to have freedom of speech, freedom of religion freedom from taxes. That's why the whole war started. The people wanted to have the choice. They didn't want to be in the Catholic Church. 
I have a question. Choice of whichever religion they wish to practice. And there's only one Heavenly Father that made all things. So let me ask you a couple of questions. Okay, go ahead. You stated just a minute ago that you're self-governed and that you don't recognize the government of the United States. Yes. Are you a registered voter in the state of Texas? Yes. Well, no, I'm not a registered voter. I'm a voter in Texas. I went down and complained to the voting commission that I am one of the people of Texas and I have the right to cast my ballot. I'm not a United States citizen. I'm just one of the people. Then if you... Do you have a birth certificate? What birth Oh, that birth certificate? The birth certificate. Do you have, like do you have one? Me. No. Do you have, have a birth certificate? No. Do you have a social security no, card? I, no. Then you're wasting my time. Thank you for calling. And uh, Okay. Uh, well, you're, I mean, the what you're saying, it carries no weight. You take it entity, a you're not even going to make it into a voting booth, okay, okay. because you claim you have no. Listen, the entity has that. Did you hang up on me? No. Okay, the entity has that birth certificate. The entity has that Social Security number. The entity is the afterbirth that they kept and sent to the Pope, but nobody oh knows God. this. Nobody Amen. knows what's going on. You're, you, until, you, until, you, until you say that you're a live man, you're going to be lost at sea. Forever. Oh, God. You don't oh, have the God. right to walk up on the earth. You're going to be lost to see, and that's what you're doing right now. Everybody's hang, lost Hang on, guys. Hang on. I know hang it's on. real hard for you guys to understand what's really going on, but hey, all you got to do, you do have, is realize that everybody has that right. Do you have a job in, in Texas? Do you get a paycheck? No, I don't have a job. No, I don't have a job. No. So... How can you I'm afford retired. the phone that you're on? I'm retired. So you did I'm have a job. I, I worked for the. I worked at a job. Yes. So you received a paycheck. You paid five hundred. Nine hundred since I was nine years old. That's been shit. Sixty-five now. Did I receive a paycheck? Sure. I received the check. Did I pay taxes? No. (laughs) Did you pay taxes? Have you did you pay taxes? Unfortunately yes. Taxes yeah, taxes is in is a voluntary and all you gotta do is check section eighty three of the tax code of the IRS code and it's all voluntary. The tax system is voluntary. Oh my god. You know, really? you don't have to pay. Yeah, you don't have to pay taxes. Oh, Alan, check out Section 83 of the Constitution, or of the IRS uh, code. IRS code, yeah, check it out. Work, and you labor. Do you have to pay taxes upon your labor? According you to the did. IRS, yes, I do. Yeah, you, yeah, you think that you have jail. to, right? Yeah, you think that you have to pay taxes. Well, why don't you look at the W-2 form and it says all taxes are voluntary. All you got to do is look at it. I mean, um, it's real self-explanatory. And look at the look at the IRS code. Does, does the IRS have the right to come in your state? 
Yes. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. That's it. They don't have any rights in Texas to come into any state in Texas. Well, I would hope that Texas is the only state in Texas. <laughs> hey, the, hey, the federal government ruled that the IRS didn't have the right to be in any state. But you guys don't want to look that up. I mean, you got to understand, them people are part of the system. Do you receive you not do you receive federal reserve notes? Yes. You do? All notes are federal reserve notes. No. No. Yes. I take all of my money and turn nope. my money in the United States notes and they're not taxable. According to, oh, according to section Okay, uh, wait. Uh Title twelve, section four eleven, you can take your money and turn it into United States States notes and not pay no tax. And what's the United States notes? United States notes are are ran by the United States instead of the Federal Reserve. You do realize how this... Hey, that's why there's two seals upon that dollar. I think you saw that. Look at one seal, it says United States notes, and you look at the other seal, and it says the Federal Reserve. I'm aware. I think you saw that. The same note. Yeah, if you're if you're just using it for a Federal Reserve, yeah, you're you're liable to you're liable to pay tax on it. Sure, you have to pay tax. But if you look up what a United States note is, you don't. It, it's, it's non-taxable. It says it in Section Twelve. I mean, in Title Twelve, Section Four Eleven, it tells you exactly what's going on. If you don't want to be part of the system, you don't have to be. You can be self-governing. Do you need government to tell you what to do, when to do it, and how to do it? Of course not. I mean, come on now. I don't need the government to tell me anything because I I control my own life. I do as I wish, as long as I don't harm anyone. Well, if you're not registered to vote on November the 8th, you won't be doing as you wish because they won't let you in a voting booth. Thank you for your time, sir. Okay, moving on. Oh, my God. Gee, whatever he's smoking, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara, I thought, he was a rel- I thought he was a relative of yours there for a while. Oh, thank you. Thank that sounds you. like some stuff you'd come up with. Very tough. What? You know, saying one nation under God, or however it was stated when George Washington became president, is not a religion. Is not. I, I no. listen. I understand that. He, I think he was uh, falling from the nursing home. I think he was falling from a nursing home. Or well, that. I'm going to tell you. For for a last program, that was quite interesting. <laughs> Man, you want to go out with a bang? That was it. <laughs> yeah. That I think that one was even better than the guest we were supposed to have. Just to be quite honest. Delivered by aliens. <laughs> Alan, did you did you check that section of the IRS code? Yes, that deals with property transfer. That has that nothing to do with taxation of your income. That has to do with property transfer. And what? Well, I'm pretty sure this is somebody that was in Barbara's Ancestry.com tree that she's been working on. Thank you. 
Thank you for that. Love You're welcome, Barbara. No problem. You know, I love, I love when you compliment me like that. Hey, no problem. Hey, I know. This listen. This has probably been the greatest conspiracy theory episode <laughs> that I've ever had. Three presidents. Okay. Oh well, I couldn't. Wow. You're basically saying you're using three different words to say you're using three yeah. different phrases to describe the exact same thing. Yeah. And when he said there were only nine presidents prior to George Washington, I knew he was off base. So. Yeah. You, I like the fact that he's been you're talking, I'm, saying, I'm saying to myself, you're talking to the wrong guy here. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, Canadian. I hereby name myself the President of America. And I okay, I'm, on the count of three, everybody say, All Hell Allen. One, two, three. All, all Hell Allen. <laughs> I'm going into the voting booth and taking my camera with me. Let's see how that works out for you. Let that baby. Mondays are no sock Mondays. No, no sock Mondays. Okay, okay. I'll write that down. That is my I'm sure we'll get. I'm sure we'll get a lot of listeners. <laughs> 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 no sock Mondays. Hosted by Ashley and Ellen. No sock Mondays. Hip hip. Hooray! <laughs> Holy power! Okay, let's stop. Let's stop picking on the delusional dude from Texas. Okay, okay. Okay, and we've got about three minutes left of this program. For those of you that are on here, if you want to stay on, we're gonna we're gonna stay on afterwards. But this is the final episode of Political Straight Talk. I want to thank everybody that over the years has listened to the program and participated both as guests, as hosts, as guest hosts. And uh, it's been a real treat to do this. We're moving on to a new format and a new uh, product. Our next, we will begin this coming up Friday, 9 p.m. Our new program will launch. It is called (laughs) The Political Roundtable with... Heavy F and the Poli Sci Guys, and uh, we want you we want you to participate in that. Uh, the name's catchy, I like it, so we're going to use that. But it's going to be called the Political Roundtable with Heavy F and the Poli Sci Guys. We have some uh, standard panelists that'll be there every week, and we'll have some guest panelists come on. We will still do our election night analysis and wrap-ups, much like we did here. Um, But the programming will be once a week. It will be roundtable discussions, and uh, we invite you to come and join us there. As of right now, we're going to keep it on the same code, 48063, um, but the naming and everything else will change. So, anyway... All right, we have another guest that has popped in here, so I'm going to see who this is, and uh, then we'll close it out. Hello, how uh, how is everyone doing today? We're fine. Yeah, I'm really uh, upset to hear that you guys are uh, moving on to a new format, but uh, the main question that I had was, um, can you suck your own cock? Oh, gee. All right. Anyway. 
Anyway, moving on. So, yeah, we're going to listen to his crap. That's the same guy from last night. He's just an idiot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, we want to thank everybody that... We want to thank everybody that uh, has tuned in. We thank our panelists for tonight, Ashley, Alan, Patricia, and Barbara. We thank the guests that have tuned in to listen. Just remember... You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. And thank a soldier for without them. We wouldn't be able to do what we do. On behalf of Political Straight Talk, this is the Political Superman for the final time saying, have a good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.